1: and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel, joined by Damon McDonald. It is Friday, the 11th of March, 2022. This is episode 201. Damon, how's it going? <laughs> I just, I just went on a ten minute, ten minute uh, thingamabob on how I was doing. Wait, wait, wait you weren't fucking paying attention? Okay, oh, no, all right then, I'll ask you a different question then, because all, right. um, uh, all the Twitter questions were terrible this week. There was really? one good one. Uh, so Mint says, "What is your favorite kind of poo?"
2: I'm sorry, my favorite kind I don't know if I had necessarily like that I produce myself, like comes out of my buttocks. Yeah. What's like look what? okay. Um I like the ones where are that are minimal effort, a minimal effort one, right? So if I uh you know, no very minimal wiping, those are my favorite. So uh, the consistency is there. I like a good length. If I'm going to be there, like I'll commit to the
1: to the duty at hand. Get it? Well, yeah, that's um, right. You want to get up afterwards and look down and think, well, oh, yeah, that's a yeah. good one. And be <laughs> sort of tempted to take a photo of it to show to people, but not really have any friends that will want to see it.
2: Well, I, I, I'm telling you flat out, I, I've never done that.
1: No, <laughs> I really haven't. Have you, have you ever thought, that's pretty impressive. I'd oh. like to take a photo of it, but I won't.
2: Absolutely.
1: That I can confirm. There are, there
2: are times where I'm like, I don't know how I carried that fucking thing around.
1: <laughs> this is so big that I think uh, Jennifer Lopez and John Voigt should be uh, – and Ice Cube should be fighting against this thing in the Amazon River. Anaconda. At- um, it is – yeah.
2: So I'm telling you flat out. There are times where I'm like, one, uh, here's my rule. If I can't get it down the fucking bowl in, a, in one flush, right – then how the hell does it come out of my butthole, right? Like, th- th- like, don't you question that sometimes? Like, aren't you like, okay, how did, how did, how did I make this happen for myself? Like, how was my body carrying this thing around? I, I do,
1: yeah, yeah, and it's all the more impressive when you get it out without any fractures, yeah. All right, this is a good question, after all. All right, this is uh, good, this is good, good, good <laughs> content. Do you want some sports questions? Um, uh, my good good friend of the show, Alan, who of course co-hosted for us uh, a few months ago when we were away. Yeah, uh, he's also got his own little baby now, so congratulations to him oh. and Dan and um, little baby Billy. Hope you're all doing well. So, Alan would like to know hockey Damon's opinion on his team, the New Jersey Devils, who've had a bit uh-huh. of an up and down season, but wondered if. You were optimistic for their future?
2: Uh, everybody is, Joel. This is a team that has been in the rebuild phase for what feels like ever. They have a lot of young talent. Uh, you would think that, I don't know, they made some dumb moves too when they signed PK Subban for that long and you know, that term. That was, that was, that was a, I guess at the time he was good, but you know he was on this, the downward spiral. Uh, I've been to a few Devils games in my day. I I just went to the Leafs game where I got COVID again. Yeah, pricks. Um Hm. Uh well, they're not playoff team this year. That's for fucking certain. Uh I mean, they're Here's the thing, they're they're fun to watch. That they're not cuz when they lose, they do lose spectacularly literally. So, um Okay. Uh, I'm sorry another text message another person bothering me um yes there you go so there you, there you have it that, that's the New Jersey Devils take How, uh how's you, speaking of sports how's
1: your uh arsenal doing well really well actually yeah. we are making a strong push we're probably favorites actually to get fourth spot in the Premier League oh. so we I think we're fourth at the moment actually and we've got quite a few games in hands but we do have a tough run of fixtures coming up but I'm quite optimistic that we're going to do okay if, if the squad holds together in terms of injuries to key players and that. I think if we're lucky, we might be seeing a bit of Champions League football next year,
2: which would be fantastic. Wow, that's big time. That's big time right there. Uh, and then the FA Cup, you're not in the FA Cup, no, you make
1: Champions we League, right? knocked out of all the cups <laughs> very early, which may have actually helped our league situation because we weren't in Europe to start with. Out of the domestic cup competitions early, so we basically just had the league to concentrate on. Uh, so, yeah, and um, um, it's exciting times actually. It's a pretty young team. There's some really talented young local players, people like Bakayo Saka, Emil Smith Rowe, Gabriel Martinelli as well. He's he's tremendous. Uh, Martin Odegaard has starting to come into good form. The the defense is looking. I was going to say solid, but we can see the two goals to Watford last week, so maybe not so solid. But um, yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'm optimistic as an Arsenal fan. I don't yeah. say that too often. Uh, okay, I'm going to throw a couple more sports questions. That you multiverse ace says with Ben Simmons coming back to Philadelphia, who would be sports villain number one wow. for Arsenal and the Maple Leafs? And Booze says sports reporter Damon, who gets more booze, Ben Simmons or Carson Wentz?
2: Oh wow!
1: So Joel, I
2: don't know if you know this. Uh, this gentleman by the name of Ben Simmons, Ben. Uh, was a cornerstone of the Philadelphia 76ers basketball team rebuild. Uh, The problem became, he was like a number one pick. He was uh, highly touted. The problem became, he was good, and then something got in his fucking head. And he could not shoot a basketball to save his life. And it got so bad, Joel, that it's it's infamous now in Philly sports. Uh, Playoff game, major game. Had to win the game. Um, He is, when I say he is completely open underneath the basket, there is no one within five feet of this gentleman. All he has to do is moderately jump, dunk the ball, just fucking dunk or light up or do something. Passes the ball to a guy who was covered pretty well. And that like in that, like encapsulated Ben Simmons last three years. Then he holds out on the Sixers like he doesn't report the camp. He feels like he's being uh, mistreated and every fucking thing under the sun. Holds out the entire year. He shows up for training camp like one day, and they kicked him out of, they kicked him out of practice because he wouldn't participate in uh, practice. Like he wouldn't do things on th- – like it was just a mess. Finally trade him. We got a good guy. Come back, uh, James Harden in return, but tonight is the first night he returns to Philly. Um, it's, it's such a big deal that yours truly sports reporter Damon is not credentialed for this game. They could not credential enough media members. So I had to take a, I was, I was fine with it. I was like, I don't know, I'm, I'm good. It's going to be a zoo down there. Uh, but he's not even playing. He's sitting on the bench, but he's going to be there. And the place is, Philly is pretty notorious for uh, shitting on people that, that Philly fans feel have done them wrong. Ben Simmons is going to get fucking destroyed tonight. Destroyed tonight. I guarantee you that he doesn't make it out of the first fucking quarter and he just goes back to the locker room or, you know, he's not going to sit out there and take the the fucking abuse. no human being would be able to withstand what he is going to get tonight. I hope I I would be so fucking like, like they're probably if they're not at the arena now, they're headed to the arena at, as we, as we do this podcast, he's got to be thinking what, what in the, what is my life become where tonight I am just going to be crucified. Uh, Carson Wentz now Carson, people don't care about Carson Wentz. Like honestly, they just don't like he's beyond like out of their out of, out of sight out of mind ben simmons is public enemy number public enemy number one 5-0 said freeze and i got numb that's a white guy singing that one right there <laughs> fuck
1: me uh there you go i did terms of who would be public enemy number one for arsenal there have been two real life examples in my time as a fan one was ashley cole who left us to join chelsea for more money and then when we played Chelsea the next time at Stamford Bridge, uh, everybody, well, a lot of the Arsenal supporters had printed out banknotes with Ashley Cole's face in place of the Queen. And whenever he came close, everyone just threw these banknotes at him and were wow. shouting, nasty things, pulling cashly. So that was quite fun. And the second one was Emmanuel Adebayor, played for us for us years. It was really good, actually. He scored a lot of goals for us and then um, was a big dickhead, uh, left to go to Man City. And then when we played Man City away, they beat us. I think it was 4-2 or something. And Adebayo scored a goal against us at the opposite end of the pitch. I went to this game, uh, both games actually I'm talking about. So uh, he scored a goal at the opposite end of the pitch to the Arsenal fans. And then you just, you knew, as soon as the ball hit the back of the net, he turned round and he started running towards the Arsenal fans. Oh. And he had this like manic glint in his eye and even though we were losing and I was annoyed that we just conceded, there was just sort of this thrill, this excitement that, Oh my God, he's actually going to run over here in front of us. And he ran the full length of the pitch from one end to the other to celebrate in front of us. Wow. (laughs) The Arsenal fans went mental. They were like tearing seats out, trying to throw stuff at him, trying to jump onto the pitch. It was absolute chaos, but in a kind of fun cathartic way that I actually quite enjoyed.
2: That's really good. Well, look, yeah, tonight should be fun. I actually I'm sure if we it depends on what time we finish here. But yeah, I definitely got to pop on that game. Suckers, so, it's going to be I mean, where the players benches, it's you're right on top of the fans. There's going to be so much security. It's it's going to be chaos down there at the Wells Fargo Center tonight. That's for sure. All right, what else we got? Any more sports questions? we still a
1: sports podcast today. What do you say? <laughs> uh, no, I've got no. people asking me questions about Souls games. I've been playing the Elden Ring. Oh, it's so good. Yeah,
2: miss... it's not getting good reviews, Joel? Is it?
1: It is getting great reviews. Really? Yeah, people are loving the Elden Ring. I've, I've, I've saw, I saw I saw a lot
2: of negativity toward
1: it. Really? What's, yes. What people they Who said, said it. I, oh, what oh, did oh, I read?
2: Oh. I think it was like uh, I forget one of the fucking game tweets um they said people who play what's it what is it what's it called elder was what it what's the name of the game Elder,
1: yeah. sorry i was just looking up added bio goal again <laughs> <That's a> really, <laughs> yeah, it's so uh
2: they said uh are dumb uh smell bad and um yeah probably yeah. don't get sex that's what that's what that's uh, what yeah. the, that's the review says I, yeah. I was shocked by that i'm sorry i'm still looking at that picture i sent you <laughs> oh my! How about that? How about that? All right, let me see this. Let me see this fucking goal here. Let me turn it up here. I hope we don't get banned by YouTube with me playing a clip here. Oh. oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. This guy Place is kind of go. Oh, he is in full sprint on the other side. I've never seen him run so fast, Damon. Oh, it's just I've scenario. never seen him run so fast. Yeah. Holy moly! He is just he. He is a man on a mission. And he does a little slide. He's got his arms out. And you can see little things being thrown his way. Oh, yeah. Look at the fans. They are running down the aisle. They are running down the aisle. That is fabulous. They get us a little yellow card for that little little thing. But
1: all right. That's good shit right there. That's that's good shit right there. All right. Top, top heel work from Emmanuel Adebayor. He should join House of Torture with that mentality. Uh, so let's uh, move yeah. on to the wrestling then because we've got about an hour no. before I need to go to work. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start off today by talking about Strong. So this was uh, Rivals from Saturday, March the 5th in Hollywood. And um, opening match, TJP beating Brogan Finlay, nine minutes, six seconds. Brogan Finley is obviously a uh, very young, pretty green wrestler. I mean, it's hard to judge it at this point because he's so early on in his career. He, he looks like... David Finley did when he was a young line. Very pasty, very shindy looking. But, you know, who knows what will become in the future. He, he's he got a lot of growing up to do physically and, and emotionally as well. But the, the whole point of this, I think, was to set up uh, Mascara Dorada coming out and challenging TJP, which, uh, again, as we've spoken about before, I think we touched on that last week, a rematch from the, I think it was the Cruiserweight Classic Final. So, yeah, really looking forward to that one. That should be great. Second match. Okay, now assuming you haven't seen this statement and you haven't seen this result, so we had a singles match between Carl Fredericks and the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Now, Christopher Daniels, how old is Christopher Daniels now? 106,
2: 50, I believe. 52.
1: He's 52. 52. 53, yeah. If you are booking Carl Fredericks against 52-year-old Christopher Daniels, how's that going down in yeah. the, the world Damon wrestling promotion. <laughs>
2: Federation. Uh yeah, look. Uh I, I I kinda see where this is going because you're right, I did not see. But uh I'm assuming by your tone that one Carl Fredericks was looking at the lights, correct?
1: Yeah, so nice comfortable win for Daniels, eleven minutes forty seconds, best move slot ever, and then afterwards he's he's raising Carl Fredericks saying, Oh yeah, you did great kids. Well done. Add a boy. I'll wrestle you again. And I just thought, what what is going on here? Yeah. Like Cole Fridges was supposed to be like nailed on, he's gonna be the next big thing, bags of talent. And I'm not saying that you know this is not the case. I think he's still got tremendous upside and he could go on to be a huge star. But why are we booking him to lose in ten minutes to fifty-two year old Christopher Daniels? Right. It's fine, like you know, he can still go. But he's fifty-two, and he looks fifty-two, and he sort of—he's starting to lose his mobility. He, you know, in the hips—you can tell it, and it just—it wasn't a good look at all, especially with the post-match stuff with Carl, just you know, taking it like like what? I didn't like it. I, I didn't like this, Damon. Am I am I being silly here? No,
2: look, I mean, on paper. Yes, okay, Christopher Daniel's experience and he's been all around the world and he's been in every fucking promotion under the sun and I, I get that. But if you're bringing him in to your promotion against arguably the like as you just, the 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 highest rising star this company potentially has on strong and he's fucking lying down. Like you're bringing in Christopher Daniels to lie down. And if you're not lying down, you're not coming. Right? I, don't, I That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, see, it's, it's that kind of shit that gets under my skin. Because in essence, what you're telling me is none of this shit matters. Like when you do shit like that, what you're telling me is, is that wins and losses... Don't matter that much
1: because because it, I think they do matter on strong. They've they've conditioned us to see that they matter, and I think they put a lot of care into the booking. Why would you do, do that? that? The company are not that keen on Carl Fredericks. If you if really you, you know you look at how they book people like I don't know Rennerita for example, or even Gay Kid before he went to take time off. I don't know. Maybe Gay Kid's not a great example, but uh, looking at Ren. For example, he when it came to matches like that, he was beating people like that. He was beating people like, you know, Chris Dickinson and, and Fred Rosser. But you know, losing to fifty-two your Christopher Down just it makes me think that the company is not as high on Carl Fredericks as we thought they were. Then
2: why would you put him on TV? If seriously, all right, let's just speculate. Let's just sit here and fucking speculate. And this is all this is. But if what you're saying is accurate, why put him on television then? Just fucking have somebody else, you know, go under. I, I don't know. Like, like, why would yeah. you? I don't. I don't see why you would have him lose. An, like, there's, there's no art. There's no one that can sit there and tell me there, there's a good reason whether they think less of him. Okay, we're going to make you do a job on TV. Okay, well, what's the point of that? You spent fucking four years building this guy up, and now you're going to have him job on TV to Christopher Daniels, or no, we we think the fucking world of him, and he the you know things are we have big plans for him. Uh, you're going to do a job to Christopher Daniels on TV, Pfft, right? Doesn't make any sense. So the only logical explanation I can give you is that they really don't think that hard, or as much as we want to believe that they think about wins and losses being important. Sorry, that, that, because there's no there's, there's if if they did that. That wouldn't have happened because it's not like Christopher Daniels is coming in. 52-year-old Christopher Daniels is coming in and winning jack shit in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right? They want to give him shit when he was I know, at somewhat of his peak. Why would they do it now?
1: It yeah. It does. Um, this is really frustrating for me. Just I don't know. I'm, I'm side-eyeing. Carl Fredericks now. And again, it's not because I thought his performance is a bit bad or anything. They've, they've been decent. Nothing blow away. I, I think he's still missing that breakout match. And maybe that's the point. You know, maybe we've seen him in big spots, seen him having singles matches with you know, Filthy Tom, Will Ospreay. Maybe he, they just feel he's not delivered. So yeah, we'll have to stick a pin in that for now. Uh, main event, actually, I enjoyed a lot. So this was Jonah and Bad Dude, bad dude Tito okay. defeating... Finn Juice in 8 minutes, 16 seconds, and Bad Dude Tito pinned, I think he pinned Juice actually, uh, after a frog splash, which <laughs> I enjoyed a lot, I'm a big Bad Dude Tito fan here, and afterwards Shane Haste made a surprise appearance, so reuniting uh, part of TMTK anyway, so they're now going to be a nice little hill faction on New Japan Strong, which I'm really excited about. Um, hopefully, we can get Bad Mikey Nichols back at some point and have the whole gang together. But yeah, I like these guys as a group. I like Bad Dude Tito. Um, I just I like their heelish energy, um, and yeah, this is good stuff. And- uh, I want
2: I want to just let that stew in people's minds for a little bit. That fucking result, like again. Maybe maybe somebody was just, a, you know, whoever had the book maybe was had a little too much to drink at night. Or maybe, like, clean as a whistle is what you're telling me, Joel. A, a oh, no, squash? no. There was
1: interference from Shane Haste. Okay. It was not clean at all. Okay.
2: Okay. All right. Well, then that makes it maybe a little bit more easy to swallow. But that's pretty, I don't know. That's pretty surprising to me, don't you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I was surprised. I didn't think they'd do that. But uh, I, I was impressed. I liked the angle afterwards. They uh, Brogan Finley came out to try and make the save because they were doing a big post-match beatdown, and then they battered him as well, and they were holding down David Finley and making him watch as they uh, destroyed his little brother. I thought it was a really well-done angle. I enjoyed it a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Give me a little hope with the strong. I'm still kind of stuck it's on still- Carl Fredericks. I'm sorry, but okay. Yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was, I was going to say, the, for the taping that's coming up soon, uh, I'm try, trying to find the list of matches here because it's pretty tasty. This is in the Tampa St. Pete in March 20th. So we've got Finn Juice versus Jonah and Shane Haste. Carl Fredericks against Josh Alexander, which obviously Carl's going to be losing that. Uh, Big demo making his debut against John Skyler. Andy Brown against Hikuleu, Kevin Knight versus DKC. Jay White, open challenge. Rennerita against Jay Lethal. Mascara Derrida against TJP. Blake Christian versus, uh, Swerve, as he's now going by. Tom Lawler against Clark Connors. Buddy Matthews versus Yu Oemra. JR Kratos and Black Tiger versus Rocky Romero at Wheeler Utah, And Eddie Kingston and Fred Rosser versus Daniel Garcia and Fred Jai. I think that's a pretty stacked lineup. If that I am in the area, I would definitely go to that taping.
2: Yes. Um, nice segue for me. Um, there's there's uh I don't have all the details. There's a meetup. Um I don't even you know, I said a brewery. I don't have all the details. So.
1: it's a brewery in a town somewhere, yeah, just, probably before a New Japan
2: event. Hit up the strong style kids. They're fucking <laughs> having the meetup. So go go pester them on Twitter. He was supposed to give me the fucking information and I never got it. So um or if I did, I deleted it accidentally. I'm not really good with these <laughs> yeah. fucking I'm
1: really oh fucking, Damon, uncle Damon.
2: I know, he really is. I'm really a fucking idiot when it comes to that stuff. But go hit up keep it a strong style because they're gonna have a little meetup and have some beers and you know, do all that stuff. Go uh go talk pro wrestling with, with the with the boys. Um <laughs> with people who actually like it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like it, trust me. Don't let them fucking kid you. Trust me. Um uh, what was my point? Uh, like that is that lineup is indie show of the year lineup. Like seriously, that I mean I would put that card up against just about any card, non AEW, you know, non tv major air quote promotion.
1: Do you, so, Do you think yeah, that is a you know, I'm impressed with the, the depth and the quality of the roster that they've assembled there. And you know, we know most of these guys are not on full-time contracts or anything, but would you say that Strong are the third best US promotion? Like are, are they ahead of Impact, basically?
2: Yes, I would say yes. I let's put it this way, I'll watch strong. You're you're gonna have to really convince me to watch Impact. Like I, I'm just not watching Impact. I don't even know where it fuck it is, to be honest with you. I think it's on... Is it still on Access? By the way, New Japan's been on Access, right? Haven't they? Um, I've heard zero. Um, my... I would... I mean, obviously, AEW is numero uno. Um, I'm talking in-ring quality-wise. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, there's... There's lots of other indies like you know like what GCW is it or and I'm, they have good shows. Ah, uh, but yeah, I mean I I mean I'm going strong, especially now with Ring of Honor out of the out of the loop. Tony Khan coming on, Rockman. Tony Khan.
1: Someone brought us a question about that. Actually, that? Uh, Mark is is the New Japan and ROH partnership stronger than ever? Now that Tony Khan owns them or has strong in the MA dojo completely replaced any use ROH had for new Japan. Should be here's, the other way around. Yeah.
2: Well. I mean, here's what it, here's what it is. It's like, that. it's obviously everybody was, was clamoring for the, the library, which is, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, if you're looking for archival wrestling, that's, there's a lot of great shit through the years, with ring of honor. Um, and to me, and I could be dead wrong, but it screams AEW needs content for some type of media streaming. Um, and that's that's, that's, a, that's a good start right there. And half their fucking roster spent time in Ring of Honor. So, you know, you can put together the video packages and have the callbacks and, you know, punk come out to his old music and all that shit. Uh, from a New Japan point of view. I mean, I'm going to be very honest. I can't think of like give give me a reason why New Japan would give a fuck.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see how ROH were useful for them for production things, you know, in terms of helping. Yeah. In that, that sense, but now that's not a factor anymore. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't think we're going to be seeing on rising shows back in Japan anytime soon. Let's put it that way.
2: <laughs> that's a good point, though. That I, that I didn't even consider was the production stuff. Using Ring of Honor shit um, when these shows go on. I mean, I'm sure it, you know, Strong's got their own gear, you know, and they got their own fucking production. Um, but yeah, if, and even like um, helping to get arenas and help secure uh, re- arenas that fell on Ring of Honor a little bit at at certain points in the relationship. I know that. So yeah, I don't know if they've outgrown that. New Japan has. I, I mean, they may have taken a step back. It's hard to say, but yeah. Now that I think of it, maybe maybe more behind the scenes shit than just you know a video library for New Japan. But you know, they got strong. They love going to Texas, so you know you're going to see shows there.
1: All right, let's get into some of the New Japan Cup matches that we have seen in the last week. Uh, no surprises, actually. This has been no. interesting. This is not a boast, because I think this is true for probably most people who've done pickems, but all of the picks so far have come out correct, which is (laughs) surprising, because usually there are a few curveballs in there so far, but they've been definitely playing it straight so far. Uh, First one, let's touch on the Sunday show from Fukushima. And the first cup match there was Aaron Hanari defeating Yuto Nakashima in 8 minutes 40 seconds with a Rampage tackle. So, yeah, nice little match. They were sort of playing on the striking aspects of it with you know hanari big into his muay thai and nakashima with his mma background so uh, that was an interesting little uh, twist to this one sort of playing on into their sort of shoot style fighting so yeah pretty, pretty decent match uh hanari into the next round he's going to be facing uh, i think he's going to be uh, wrestling against senada in a main event yes uh, yeah,
2: yeah i got tipped in that that was going to be a main event um, yeah,
1: because last time when Hinari had his maiden against Jay White, I think a lot of people were disappointed by that. So, yeah, I don't know what your, your thoughts on this match and the, the upcoming match against Sonata for Aaron Hinari. Do you think it's make or break for him?
2: Um, I hope not. Well, here's here, here's what I, number one. I think he'll hit a home run. Um, and I think the match will hit a home run. I hope so uh it's it's not the best of dance partners right i mean i if 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 there's anybody else that you could put in the ring I would have preferred that for sure but okay we'll we'll go with with sonata um he'll look it, how many main events has he had in in his entire time in new Japan you could probably count them on one hand including tag matches with you know whomever so i think he'll do well. He has to do well. He has to do well. He doesn't have a fucking choice. Do well. Anyway. He's not
1: beating sonata though, is he?
2: Probably not. Probably not. I would love to see it, but it probably won't happen.
1: Okay, then we had uh, Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Ryohi Oiwa in 10 minutes, 35 seconds. So again, the impression I'm getting from the fandom is that people are the highest on Oiwa out of the current crop of Young Lions. And yeah, it's a good show for him. I mean, Zach just twisted him into a pretzel, but there was, you know, the Stanley Young Lions stuff, good selling there. And In the next round, we'll have Zach going up against his fellow Suzuki-gun stablemate, Doki, which is a an very interesting match. It's interesting that they booked it that way, uh, to have these guys going against each other. But I'm really into this. I'm looking forward to it. I think Zach's going to win, but Doki stock is rising, and I don't think it's a coincidence that they booked him in a, uh, a match against someone like Zach. So, yeah, looking forward to that one a lot.
2: Do you think this is a breadcrumb for the Suzuki Goon face turn I think that you've been clamoring are, for?
1: Already pretty much faces. I think I, I don't uh, think uh, they do this anymore. I think they have comfortably inherited that. Lij, well, we would call them tweener spots, sort of right. circa 2017, 2018, where they're, you know, they're, they're scoundrels, they're rogues, but lovable rogues. Um, so, yeah, I, I think people are cheering them on the most part. All right, all right. So, right. um, eighth match then was Will Osprey defeating Bushi with the Hidden Blade. Now, this one was full of shenanigans. Uh, it was fine. I mean, the, the match was entertaining enough. It you know, didn't go longer than it had to. It wasn't dragged out to, well, you know, this is a main, new Japan main event. It's got to go 35 minutes. It didn't do any of that shit. And they had three ref bumps, <laughs> you know, three referees taken out during this match. And then eventually we had new referee, uh Taito Nakabayashi, coming out to referee the closing portion of the match. Uh, which you know, it was very strange, but it was also quite funny. I found this entertaining and you know, I don't need every single New Japan main event to be super serious. I don't mind a bit of brevity. This made me chuckle. I don't know if this was uh, Nakabayashi's hometown or something or the reason that they wanted to get him out here to referee a bit of the main event. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was not a patch on the last uh, Bushi Osprey match, which was before the Hiromu return, I think, in late, Twenty nineteen, I remember that one being really, really good. Uh, but I mean, it's this—it's it's a cut match in Fukushima. I mean, you know, I, I wasn't expecting them to go super hard. This is fine,
2: right? Uh, so, uh, I think it was put in a spot where it had to go a certain length. All right. But on paper, there's really no reason Bushi should be hanging with Will Osprey for for her. Right. For that, yeah, you
1: know? that's an important caveat. Actually. I mean, back then the match that they had was with them both as juniors. Right, Will was the junior champion, Bushi was the junior challenger, so it would make sense that it's more competitive. But now, I mean, Osprey has just left him in the dirt. He's a, a big time heavyweight main event star, and Bushi's still a junior. So yeah, you would expect Will to win this one comfortably. You're right. Um, and uh, Osprey against. El Phantasmo in the next round. Now, this one, I'm really, really intrigued by. I don't necessarily think ELP is going to win, but I think there's a non-zero chance. I wouldn't be stunned if he did, because if we're serious about El Phantasmo, one with a face turn, two with a heavyweight turn, and he is going to be wrestling as the baby face in this match, which I think adds a really interesting wrinkle to it. I think this one's going to be great. I think it's going to prove a lot of the ELP is wrong. I think it's going to change a lot of minds. There, that's one I've definitely got circled in Canada.
2: I mean, you would think that there's going to be some kind of surprise, right? Some underdog pulling pulling off an upset. I don't know. Here's, I mean, here's what I really feel like they're doing with this. And this is kind of like an overarching thought. They're going to give you the best shit they got. You know what I mean? They're not going to, they're not, we sat here many weeks talking about how they can make this guy a star and they can turn this guy into a star. I, I think they're going with the, the cards that they have and I think we're going to see limited surprises and they're just going to see top guys, top guys against top guys from from this point forward.
1: Um yeah. and, and even if Osprey does win, you know, he is a guy who is I think one of the better wrestlers in the company at making yeah. his opponent look like a star. And I think he's going to make I mean, I think El Fantasmo is a really good wrestler uh, on his own merit, but I think Ospreay is going to be working extra hard to make him uh, to make El Fantasmo look like a star.
2: I mean, no, none of them there's not a guy on the roster that stinks. I mean, maybe a handful of people, but not many. And and these two, you know, certainly none of these two would fall into that category. So it's just a matter of getting the opportunity. This might be a shot for him to really, to really shine. But watch it be just like all fucking nonsense. <laughs> yeah. <Yeah, I> Touching <laughs> like each it. other in the balls. Yeah, you know, just loaded fucking yeah, loaded boots and all kinds of nonsense. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Monday, March 7th in the Otis City General Gymnasium. Just skipping ahead to the cup matches. There as Chase Owens... <laughs> Chase Owens defeating Jado, seven minutes thirteen seconds. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was a Chase Owens versus Jado match. <laughs> uh, Slurm says we'll get ever get bored of booking BS fantasticals with House of Torture. Probably nope. not, I thought this wasn't even House of Torture, but no, that is never going away. Uh, I can't really remember much about this match, but uh, in the next round we have Chase Owens against. Tiger Mask. And Chase Sons is going to win that. So. Wait, but didn't I just say we were just having top stars against top stars? <laughs> didn't I just yeah, say Yeah, this that? part of the bracket is a bit... <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah,
1: this one's a struggle. What else we got? Anything better than that? Evil defeating Ryusuke Taguchi in seven minutes, 26 seconds. Yeah. That was well, shit. <laughs> I, I liked it when Taguchi dressed up as LIJ Evil. That was good. Yeah. Then the <laughs> bell <down>. rang. <laughs> Uh, in the next round we would have evil facing against Tamatonga. Okay, that one I'm interested in. We we have Andrew asking, uh, approximately how much time per day do you spend? Which side of the Bullet Club each member will end up on based on whether they throw the two suite up or down. If you're a member of the bullet club in Japan, would you throw the up throw up the two suite as Jay White has mandated, or would you continue to go down low with your two suite like Evil and G O D. So that would I'm be an one up. to watch it. I'm an up guy. I
2: think the bending over thing, that's just a little exhausting, right? I think, I think your arms are already in the up position, right? So it's very – I don't have to bend. You just, you just throw your arm up. That's the way to go, right? Yeah, you might over. put it back out as
1: well doing the low two-sweets. You
2: know what I'd be afraid of? I'd be afraid of ripping a massive fart, just bending over, right? So, I think, oh, too sweet. Damn that was gross. Now,
1: actually, I mean evil I think Evil and Tamatonga wrestled each other in the G one last year, if I'm not mistaken, and nothing significant happened. Do you think they are going to use this evil Tamatonga match to develop any of this Bullet Club House of Torture storyline? I hope they don't. I hope
2: I hope it's completely ignored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like they've, like they've done crazy. seven other times in the past year. I hope it's completely fucking ignored.
1: Any chance Tamatonga beats Evil? when I mean, he beat Okada last year.
2: uh you know what? If if I'm looking for an upset, that might be the one. That might be the spot, <coughs> right? I mean, if if we yeah. are gonna if we are gonna sit here and, and pretend Bullet Club are breaking up and all that nonsense, um, that's a good start, right? Gets Evil out of the way, continues on the animosity. The inter animosity. Huh. That might be it. That might be your spot, Joel Abraham. Or just Joel. The only thing
1: that's making me doubt that is the fact that the winner would most likely be going on to face Hiromu. And I think they want to do evil versus Hiromu again. But uh, we'll see. So speaking of Hiromu, uh, his cup match, he defeated Show in 15 minutes 45 seconds with an inside cradle. Uh, yeah, I didn't mind this one, actually. I mean, as far as show matches goes, I think this is one of his better matches uh, since his turn and yeah i mean again last time well one of the the, the memorable hiromu show matches that stick in my head when they were both uh, wrestling babyface was was it new beginning last year where they had a like a again it was like a 35 minute main event wrestled in the you know the standard cookie cutter new japan main event style and it was like ugh, i mean this is not really getting the best out of either of these guys so actually i preferred 15 minute uh Hiromu against House of Torture show than 35-minute Hiromu against Chaos show. So there you go. There's my hot take.
2: Yeah. I I never thought I would ever have the fast-forward button in my hand during a Hiromu match, but, well, here we are. I was like, I'm so over show. Like, yeah, that, that, that comment had nothing to do with Hiromu, by the way. Just show does just nothing for me at this point. Him or his silly-ass faces.
1: Yeah, this this whole uh, show, excuse the pun, at the uh, Ota City General Gymnasium was quite a tough watch, not one of the, the classic New Japan card shows. Uh, next round then is Hiromu against Suzuki. Uh, I think Hiromu's going to win that, but there will yeah, probably be, I mean, we, we've got a funny face show out of the way. I'm sure we're going to get lots of funny faces in Hiromu versus Suzuki. Yeah.
2: Both of them. Just making funny faces for 20 minutes. Uh, what has our life become?
1: Okay, let's try and get some enthusiasm back into the right. What did you think of the main event with Shingo defeating Ishii in 23 minutes? With-
2: that was good. Right? That was that was good. I don't think it was one of their best matches ever. It was very good.
1: Yeah, um, it wasn't as good as the G1 match they had last year. But no. I would have it in the sort of upper half of their matches. I thought, you know, they tried to do something a bit different with the pacing. and I enjoyed it a lot, but... Yeah, I mean it's a Shingo Ishii match. It's never going to be terrible, is it? It's... It was. I I think
2: one of the the biggest things is is that I don't think we've gotten a ton of matches at even this level, have we? So it feels like this stands out, right? And it, again, it wasn't even one of their best matches. It was a good, very good match. It wasn't one of their best matches, but it just stands out to me tremendously. Um.
1: Yeah, on that card, especially <laughs> that hour. yeah bullshit we just talked about.
2: Yeah, That's was good, very good. But but he, don't people don't take this the wrong way. But you're not really going to get a ton of innovation in a Shingo Ishi match, are you? Like you're not going to go into this thinking, oh, I wonder what new and inventive spots they're yeah. going to come up with.
1: Yeah, if like, there's someone like who's like you not know into that. that match, right, I, I'm not going to say, oh, well, you've got to see this one. This one's going to change your mind about it. You know what you're going to get.
2: Right, right. If you have any problem, like, with an, an Ishii match, or even if you're not a fan of Shingo, and I can't imagine why, but okay. You're, yeah, you're, this, that, this match is not an example of one of those where you're going to be like, okay, watch this one. Oh, it's just like the other seven I've seen of them. Well, yeah, it's
1: great. Yeah. yeah. Next round, Shingo faces Tangaloa. No, Tangaloa, mm. I think he did okay. He, he was he was decent in the G1 last year. But I think we're waiting to see that breakout singles match where you can say, wow, yeah, he knocked out of the part there. And I think Shingo could be a really good opponent to do that. And I, I think they were in the same block last year. And I can't remember a great deal about the match they had last time. But I think Shingo's going to win. But yeah, I, uh, I'm optimistic that this one could be
2: decent. See, you're you're more optimistic than I am.
1: I'm not, I'm not buying. Like, Every time I go out and say, oh, well, actually, this time they wrestle, it could be great, and it never is. So, right. you know what? I'm not interested. Fuck off. Them. I, I'm sorry. I, just, I I mean,
2: I don't, I don't, I'm not buying. I'm not buying. So, I think Shingo's had a, well, I mean, Ishii's side. I don't know. I, it's like, you're just trying to get through some of the fat. You know what I mean? You really want to get to some fucking steak. And again, it's what it seems like it, it or what it f- at least feels like is that we are going to get top guys up at the top there. So the next couple of, of days are going to be very fun and interesting because the talent is there. Um, I just feel like you kind of got to get fucking through like, honestly, the, to me, the first round was more exciting than, than these middle rounds. Like these middle rounds, just feel like, oh, ah, God. Let's get to the fucking steak.
1: Pass the fucking potatoes. You ever see <laughs> okay, that? Okay, so then uh, moving on to Wednesday's show, March 9th in Coracle Hall, the first cup match there. Is this the steak you're talking about, Damon? Hiroki Goto defeating Dick Togo in <laughs> 9 minutes 52nd with a Shoryu high.
2: Tougher than a $2 steak.
1: Um,
2: now, no, I can honestly say that's not Dick Togo versus Hiroki Goto. Mm, mm, mm. What a COVID-ridden world we live in when that is on the show. Um, uh, I'm speechless. I don't know. What, what do you? I mean, look, I, it's over. That's a positive, right?
1: <laughs> right. Well, that's it's over. And I do worry sometimes when the little graphic pops up saying that these matches have no time limit. No, yeah, like a threat. <laughs> there's, there's not necessarily a guarantee that this Goto Togo match will ever end. They no. could wrestle forever.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so let's move on then. The next match, which I actually thought was really good, Seema defeating Yoshinobu Kanemaru in 14 minutes 46 seconds with the uh, Meteora. So I thought the legwork in this was really good. And I just thought it was refreshing, like a different kind of New Japan match. And I've just, I'm enjoying seeing some new talent in there. i see new talent like Simu, some young, clucky, uh, yeah. some yeah. rookie. Fresh out of the dojo. Yeah. He just did 500 yeah.
2: Hindu squats in the back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm keen on the partnership with Glate. I think there's a lot of upside to it. And yeah, I would like to see Seema go deep in this tournament. I thought this was a really good match. Uh, that kind of, sort of Dragon Gate style with the the, the junior guys going at it. Uh, next round, we have Seema against Hiroki Goto. Now, I would love to see Seema win and go on to face maybe Okada in the next round. I think Seema versus Okada would be tremendous entertainment. But I just I don't think yeah. Seema is going to get past Goto. I mean, Goto is a heavyweight tag champion. I think Seema probably loses that.
2: I'll tell you what. I'll give you one American dollar if it happens. It ain't going to happen. Um... I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh he is there to fill out roster spots on a on a tournament that shh, can we be honest uh, it shouldn't have been this i know they, i know fiftieth anniversary all that stuff
1: it's just, they, they just need to sell tickets they need to have as many events as possible. Yeah. And it's not fun to watch really.
2: That's the problem, right? When when like when it's that's that's your motivation. It's your motivation isn't great pro wrestling. Your motivation is let's see if we can squeeze a couple bucks out of these people. You know what I mean? Like like that's that never equals good pro wrestling to me. Never does.
1: Yeah. And even for sort of the prospects of thinking about collaboration with other promotions, it's the same handful of guys who they will give up. It's the same names every time they will let the outsiders pin Taka or Kanamaru or Gedo or Jado or Dick Togo and that is it. Like <laughs> those five people, that is the pool of, of sacrificial lands they will offer up to, to outside promotions. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Even in even in the most troubling of times, things don't change much, do they, Joe? You're gonna get these bottom feeders to get pinned by your a step above bottom feeder. <laughs>
0: Fucking great. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark until now. Introducing slab packs from arena club.com, the only repack that provides real value 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voice of the Wrestling Podcast Network.
1: Alright, well this next match I thought was interesting and amusing for different reasons. So, I just want to take your mind back to Wednesday, March the 2nd. Uh, oh at A match we've already discussed where Kazuchika Okada was, fair to say, uh, taken not to the limit, but close to it by... Despi, 26 minutes. Would, would, you, would it be fair to say that was a close competitive match?
2: Yes. I mean, yes. Uh, we'll leave it at that, okay. yes.
1: Facing another junior here, Okada, against Master Huato. Mm. And Okada winning in 18 minutes, 34 seconds with a rainmaker, which doesn't tell the full story. So just the way Okada came out to the ring, he did this little jog and he was just pulling this face when he was standing outside of the ring like this was basically a training exercise for him. And he got in the ring and uh, Watto looked fine. He let Watto do all his moves on him. Just like basically, okay, throw your best shots at me kid. Let's see what you've got. And then after about 70 minutes, it's like, okay, that's it, fun's over. <laughs> Just like, lazy, well, I wouldn't say lazily, but sort of sleepwalk through it, kind of half-assed rainmaker. bang. Pins him one hand on the chest, one, two, him. three, a little pat on the chest, like, thanks for coming kids. I love this. I thought this was great. I mean, I don't... Again, this is one thing I will say in favour of New Japan. They are not making main events go typical main event style just for the sake because it's a main event. This is exactly how it should have been. I mean, even went longer than it should have been, really. It only went that long because Okada allowed it to go that long. And this is exactly what I want to see. This is the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He should not be given any trouble whatsoever. By a middling junior like Watto, and I really enjoyed this one. Me too. And and I I don't want to sit
2: here and say that I was actively excited at the way this finished, but I was actively excited by the way this finished. Uh, everything you described. Uh, my favorite being the one hand on the chest, and the, and that little pat, that little. Uh, uh, you gave it a good go. Good. Good on you.
1: Um, and you so are right. Ricardo Carter is the best, isn't he?
2: So good, so good. And again, he is your champion. I mean, my only complaint—it's not really a huge complaint—but my only complaint would be, ah, oh, I wish he was shorter. I wish he, I wish yeah. he. Fuck
1: <laughs> I tell you what annoyed me—that when he was doing his post-match uh, interview, that he was slightly out of breath. And I was like <laughs> he shouldn't <laughs> be out of breath after wrestling. Watto, come on,
2: right. Right. You know what I mean? It should be just uh, just domination. But it, it but okay, while it wasn't a fucking squash match, uh, they they not only did they like I felt I felt good that they did the right thing. And I felt good that their the thought process in this match in in, in whomever put it together and whoever laid out the finish. And not for nothing Let's give some credit where credit is due. they did what needed to be done. Master Watto did you know that's a little bit embarrassing. let's put it that way to be that uh, you know treat it like a fucking mush uh I loved it I really did and 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 I think it all this does look what the job is is to make your world champion as strong as he can be so that when he has a defense and again you're making the 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 challenger as strong as it can be it it you know we give it a little juice that's the whole point of this so yeah you when you make your champion look like a fucking geek nobody wants that yeah I'm I'm in. I loved it. Thought it was again it could have been shorter, but it, it did exactly what it needed to do. And I and I and I praise New Japan. Like I shit on them when when things don't make sense. And Carl Frederick sings this not makes any sense. This was perfect.
1: And then in the next round, we're gonna get Okada against Tai Chi, which Ooh. I'm very much looking forward to. Last time they wrestled in the G1, it was great. Great. So this are we smelling an upset here?
2: Ooh. He did push him to the limit, didn't he? Huh. Hear that dog?
1: The dog is saying yes. The dog is saying a Tai chi. The dog's
2: been saying yes for two fucking hours,
1: Joe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Okada goes on.
1: I'll give Tai Chi a 30% chance of winning but I still think ok- Okada's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then let's move to the show, which was yesterday in Yamanashi. Yeah, the this, this show thought. sucked, by the way. <laughs> Yoshihashi defeating Kosei Fujita, nine minutes, 20 seconds. It was fine I mean, Fujita did fine. Uh, w- the one bit of the match that I liked was after Fujita tapped out with a butterfly lock. Yoshihashi sort of, aggressively flung him away, like tossed him to the ground, like, get off me, you piece of shit. So I just, I, I'm enjoying the new edge that we've got to Yoshihashi where he's sometimes behaving like a bit of a prick, which is good, which is what he needed. Um, any any hot takes on Yoshihashi versus Kosei Fujita?
2: <laughs> well, uh, no, we can move on. Uh, okay,
1: uh, Yoshihashi in the next round will be facing who? I've lost the bracket. <laughs> okay, no, here we are. Uh, he will be against Jeff Cop. And, uh, yeah, he's going
2: to get destroyed. Yep. He's going to get suplexed out of his fucking boots. And that'll be that.
1: And then we had Tetsuya Naito defeating Gedo. 14 minutes. (laughs) 18 seconds. I mean, we've spoken about matches that have gone the right length. This one, there was a lot of shenanigans. Naito being a prick. I always always enjoy Naito being a prick. Uh, I like Gedo's shit-talking in the middle of matches. And Naito trying to rip his beard off and rip the beards off people who don't even have beards was fun but i did not need this to go 14 minutes
2: 14 fucking minutes you know what you could do in 14 minutes like you could you know drive well let's just say let's do the math if you drive 60 miles per hour uh so half would be 30 so then have that maybe 15 miles an hour uh, 15 miles would you i don't know my mouth saying. my point cook being is that... meal.
1: you can cook your uh your, your hello fresh meal that's not a segue we don't have an ad read this week
2: but... oh good good i did have uh my hello fresh three meals i think i have one waiting for me um fantastic uh, no, don't, don't have... talk about it we don't want to hear
0: about it but don't want to hear <laughs> about no it ad- all right <laughs> all
2: right we're not paying us um i would tell you what i'd rather eat the fucking box it came in than the watch fucking ghetto go for 14 minutes that's for sure um, well, uh, just again, uh, for all the reasons, I've, I, I don't, I, I don't want p- people to be, you know, we're all negative and all, but sh- 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 give me the positive share. Uh, uh, well, no, this on,
1: this was not, this was not a case of, you know, Naito being taken to the limit and it went 40 minutes because he couldn't finish him off. No, I mean, it was stalling, it was stalling and bullshit. Shit and, yeah, yeah. Playing with his food kind of thing, but I mean, Okay, I don't All right, then, see then what are we doing? Again. We're just wasting time, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wasting your time, wasting my time. Yeah. Uh, okay, next match, Jeff Cobb defeated Satoshi Kojima, 15 minutes, 36 seconds. I thought this was great. This was one of the... No, this was the best match on the show, wasn't it? By, by a comfortable margin. And I thought Kojima... They were, they, I think both of them took a lot of impressive bumps for each other. Uh, and again, we're seeing veterans. I mean, we saw in the last round, Makabe taking a lot of bumps for Jeff Cobb here. Kojima's taking a lot of bumps for him. And Jeff Cobb is just carrying himself with the confidence of a man, I think, of a man who knows that he's winning this whole tournament.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of, I Here's what I like. Like, he's, like, tearing through the legends to get there, right? You know, going through going through legend after legend after legend. Uh, and I don't want to say in easy order. Certainly not. I think this match was much more competitive than than Makabe's match, I felt like. Um, yeah, I like the fact that he's he's mowing through some some legends and then he's gonna to have to mow through some even bigger names uh currently to get there. But yeah, I mean this is this is his time to shine, he's making it happen.
1: May have been Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Bad Luck Fale in fifteen minutes and one second. This wasn't bad. Yeah. I like the closing stretch. Uh, I, I did get a bit bored through large portions of this. I'm not going to lie. I think Tanahashi and Fale—they've got decent chemistry, um, and I think Tanahashi is probably one of Fale's best opponents historically.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, on paper, I—I I mean, nobody was expecting anything from this, were they? And I thought it was good no. for, for, especially a guy like Fale who. I don't know. How many singles matches has he have under his belt in the past fucking year?
1: Yeah, and I, do, I don't want to see Farley either. I want to see Farley shouting at <laughs> naughty young lions in the Farley Dojo, yeah. lions hall, which you will see next week. So check oh. that out. All right, nice. they've been bad boys, Damon. They they invited because it was during the lockdown, and they invited the film crew to come and film them uh-huh. without asking for permission. Oh, Farley. so shit's going to go down next week
2: all right well, this, none of this is staged huh this is all the up and up right
1: how okay. dare you suggest that something involved in professional wrestling isn't exaggerated for dramatic effect how all right you? just make a um, next round okay we've got Tanahashi against Naito in the next right. round how are we feeling about that again I'm, that's a bit of a coin flip to me I think Naito's going to win because I think we're going to do the Naito Cobb rematch but I could just as easily see Tanahashi winning that too <sighs>
2: Who needs a win more? Is the question I ask you. Both guys coming off of uh,
1: big title match defeats. Mm. Tanahashi lost his US title to Sanada, and Naito lost his challenge against Okada.
2: Yeah, who 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 can take another punch? Who could take another loss? Probably Tanahashi, right?
1: Yeah, he's Teflon, isn't he? It's not going to hurt him.
2: And then we get Naito Cobb again, right? Correct rematchy. Yeah, but Cobb's winning that fucker. So you want to do that again? Uh,
1: yeah, I think just, uh, just this kind of New Japan booking, isn't it? Cobb lost the big match at Wrestle Kingdom, so he gets his win back on his way to winning the cup.
2: Alright, let's do it. That's where we're going. Alright.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, that is the New Japan Cup then. Alright. All well, have um, a good night, that's... everybody.
2: <laughs> I mean, give me your thoughts so far. Scale of one to ten. Six. Really, that high? I was going four. Four. Yeah. Maybe four.
1: Maybe
2: I mean, we've seen good matches. I don't think we've seen greatness yet. No, we've seen shit that, that we have no really no real reason why we should be saying it. Uh, for right now, it's a four. I mean,
1: yeah, we we've got the best matches ahead of us. So looking at names, we've got like Okada, Taichi, Goto, Sima, Tanahashi, Naito, Cobb, Yoshihashi, Okani Shimori, that one could be fun. Zaka against Doki. Hanari Sanada. Osprey ELP. Yeah. Jingo Tangaloa. Chase those titles. Yeah. Evil talent yeah. Hiromi Suzuki. Yeah, I think we, yeah, the the first round two rounds are always gonna be a bit of a the, the dog days of this tournament. Um, this is this yeah, is that, like that day
2: six true. of a G one. You yes. know what I mean? Like this is like the that middle bracket area where you're like, okay, uh, we're kind of we're kind of trying to get through it. Yeah, I think uh, definitely better better days are yet to come with this tournament, and
1: and I think we'll get it. All right, let's see some questions then. Oh, Festive Dwarf says, Is Master Watto maidenless? So, more elder talk. Yes, he is a lowly tarnished. He is unfit even for grafting. Uh, Ark says, Joel, which soul's boss is Damon best likened to? Look, we're, we're a team, me and Damon. So, we would be the pairing of uh, Ornstein and Smo. Uh, I'm
2: obscuring
1: people with my. Spear and Damon smashing people with his big hammer. <laughs> that was how the Super. Day talking
2: first. about my cock? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh,
1: Andrew says, "Is this the best form Okada's been in since 2018?" Uh, I mean,
2: probably. I said this is going to be his most important title run.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. There's a lot on the line here, so yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely MVP so far. I mean, I'm. I I couldn't be happier. I mean, this is the same guy a couple years ago was walking around fucking ringside with a a handful of balloons. (laughs) Yes. You know what I
1: mean? And now he just looks like a sort of mad king or god who's just destroying everyone in his path. And it's good. That's the one I like. Uh, Xavier says, "I need relationship advice. I just met a girl. She has the same name as my brother's wife. I don't Uh like his wife. Uh, Is there any way I could maybe arrange a name change?"
2: Got a nickname. Got to get get her a nickname. Got to get a good good nickname. Good cute. You know, nothing, maybe it's something a little inside, you know, maybe it's something to, you know, that you two both share that's, you know, cute, reminds, you know, of a good time. Um, it's kind of hard to do because the best ones come naturally, mind you, but that's what you need. You need a little nickname action, a little cute pet name, a little, uh, uh, you know, a little lovey-dovey name. But yeah, that's that's what, that's how you fucking pull that one off
1: and then quietly change her legal name on the side with a a solicitor by default without telling her.
2: There you go. Perfect. Now you're talking. Classic
1: Catch says, who headlines the Tokyo Dome in 2027 for the heavyweights and juniors? Uh, Okay, I'll give you a match. Let's say Yuya Uemura against uh, Shota Umino. That's going to be heavyweights. And juniors will be Oiwa against... 2027.
2: Yeah. Like I'm, I'll tell you right now. It's now 2022. Correct. <laughs> Last Let time I
1: checked.
2: Check, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go, got it. Uh, I say it's headlined by someone we don't even know right now. What do you think of that? What do you think of that?
0: We yes. don't even know right now.
2: Yeah, uh, right. And then, or either that, or pro wrestling becomes all holograms, and it's the ghost of Hulk Hogan. Okay. <laughs> against the ghost of Antonio Anoki.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, Ashutosh wants our thoughts on the Lionsgate 2 match card, which I've sent you on WhatsApp. So this was oh, all the way back in 2016 at Shinjuku Place. Excuse me, my Uh-oh. arm going off there. And yeah, this is quite an interesting card looking at the pairings here. Kato Kiyomiya against Hirai Kawato. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> Yoshinari Ogawa against David Finley. Yeah. Marufuji against Jay White. Goshiyazaki against Juice Robinson. I'll have to go back and watch this one just for the historical significance of it.
2: I do remember this. I do remember this. Yeah. Actually, the show's not that bad. Um, it Jay White's on it. Uh, Tenkoji. Yeah. Not Captain New Japan, Captain Noah. <laughs> local Philadelphia people are going to get a chuckle out of that one, Captain
1: Noah. <laughs> oh, and the, the tag team of Muhammad Jone and Ryusuke Taguchi.
2: Yes. Oh. I I kind of do remember this. Okay, nice. There you go. Uh, Hayden good. Says- oh, sorry. No, no, good. I was just uh, reminiscent. Go
1: ahead. Uh, do you think they ever bring Lawler to Japan maybe for Tekken? Absolutely. I mean, I, I would yeah. think if they're looking at new talent to bring in, he's got to be... I don't
2: they think would be idiotic not that. to. They would just yeah. be. They would just be fucking dumb, NATO.
1: Yeah, agreed. Uh, Crazy Chris says with Rapongi three K no longer should either show or Yo change their name. Hmm. I don't think it's necessary, personally.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I hate uh, the name Rapongi three K. By the way, I hate Rapongi two <laughs> K. I hate Rapongi. What do you think of that?
1: <laughs> did you hate Rapongi Vice?
2: I hate Rapongi Vice. I hate Rapongi Nights. uh you hate Rapongi like... Nights. <laughs> Boogie nice. Uh have you have you been to the wapongi section of Tokyo? I don't
1: think I have actually, no. I, I went to fun. Golden Guy. I loved it
2: there. Golden Guy was, was crazy. Yeah, that was nice. That was good.
1: That, that could be you were
2: there with me. You were
1: there, you were there with me. Uh I've been there a couple right? of times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Remember
2: that? Right. remember we went we went with our uh with some people, some people who work for New Japan Pro Wrestling? Remember that? Yeah.
1: We went with uh, Ryusuke and Gucci to have a few beers. <laughs> okay, uh, right. says, I'm right. really. We got, we got we to get the... the tour. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> went to the swimming pool, you know the famous pool where they. We didn't. We didn't go there. What? You know, the, no, the what swimming pool in the penthouse where they film all the porno videos.
2: No, I wish you, I wish somebody would have told me that uh, when I was there. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, uh, Koda Blee says I'm really looking forward to going back. I'm really. For, uh, I'm really forward to going back maybe I've pasted this wrong Rewatching the key moments in the last few years of peak New Japan if Naito winning the double gold dash was the epic season finale and defeating Kenta was the epilogue what was the series premiere the Rainmaker shock uh, so if we're trying to bookend that golden era of New Japan
2: what to, to what we have right now,
1: right now.
2: uh Oh, uh, that's hard to say because, cause like in hindsight, I think you can look back at like the golden era, I, uh, which I hate to describe it as. But when we were in the golden era, it didn't feel like it was winding down. Like I feel like the, I, I think I'm gonna like,
1: continue were it, not for COVID, surely. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you can't count the COVID stuff. Like, like I don't think. I mean, you have to. I mean, it's there. But
1: so you think this is a pause pause on the golden era rather than the end of it? I think. Are they going to get back to where they were, Damon? When, if if things ever go back to, uh,
2: I mean, I'm hoping this. I'm I'm saying G one. They'll yeah. be back in full in full bloom, right? Or, or am I am I am I on my mind by G one? We should be in full bloom, right?
1: I don't know. I just feel that even that stuff to one side. Even if full crowds and free travel and all that stuff, uh, I feel that the existence of AEW has permanently taken a chunk out of the Western New Japan fan base that they're never going to get back. Yeah. Not that that's that's you know some a massive loss that is gonna cripple the company forever, but that sort of peak era of you know all that Bullet Club stuff and Kenny Omega, blah blah blah, AJ stars, whatever when there was just that
2: peak. I mean if we're talking the United States, Joel, the day that people shuffled out of Madison Square Garden is when that ended. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean and again they've got a great roster over there at Strong, but I don't think Unless they're doing the co-promoted show with A.W., I don't think they're getting back to those heights. I mean,
2: I'm not sure. Oh, Madison Square Garden? No fucking way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think any arena, you know, any major arena, it's just, it's just not going to happen, right? They would, have to, they would have to be co-promoted. Now, pff, could they do a co-promoted show? I'm telling you, Joel's God is my witness outdoor show summertime joint show they could they could be they could do a they, they could do three stadium shows this is how confident i am hear me out on this an east coast stadium show a midwest stadium show a west coast stadium show AEW New Japan three stadiums three events they could fucking do it if they put on the right matches, they could do it. Uh, maybe I'm being too pie in the sky. Two, they could do. Do you think they could do two stadium shows, like football stadiums, sell them out?
1: No, I don't.
2: No. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. How about my backyard?
1: <laughs> yes, we could do your backyard for sure. <laughs> Will your neighbor would right. do that
2: oh yeah have a, ha- have a dog versus a fucking landmine please
1: alright I need to go to work so right. to stop the show there redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast if you want to throw some money our way discord link I will share if you DM me on twitter at kovacaui and, and com forward slash super j cast Thank you to Editor Dan. Find him on Twitter at at LouserHero219. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling podcast network. For other great shows, give us a five-snake review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at TheSuperJankDust. Thank you everyone for listening and goodbye.